I want to find a 25-foot two-headed turtle in the Monongahela River. That yeah. would be I a total bonanza. <laughs> would love that. Yeah. No, but, right. But I have a question. Yeah. You know what's not a giant 25-foot two-headed turtle? What's that? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixelit. My name is Kevin. Along with me, as always, is Phil, and today we have very special special guest, Aaron Hess, from Hello. Oops, All Monsters, a fine podcast serving your weekly cryptid needs. How's it going, everybody? Hey. Hello. Hey, guys. It's uh, it's interesting to be on this show that I <laughs> that I consume. It's fascinating. It feels like, it feels like being in somebody else's uh, living room. And like eating out of their fridge or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's like it's like that weird vibe when you sleep over somebody else's house and you wake up before anybody else wakes up. Uh-huh. And you're not yeah. really sure. Can I make coffee or am I gonna break <laughs> a secret rule? Right? Like if I don't let Maria make coffee first, am I gonna get slapped? Get like what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this a is this a thing? Um mm-hmm. so today on the show, we are continuing our run through Worlds of Power by tackling Ninja Gaiden, starring the man, the myth, the legend, Ryu Hayabusa. Okay. And uh, created by FX9, as as Mega Man 2 was. Um, but this one was written by A.L. Singer, not Al Singer, no. A.L. Singer. But uh, yeah, we're talking Ninja Gaiden, uh, which uh, some of you may know from the more recent Ninja Gaiden series. It was on uh, Xbox 360 and it, it was a, you know, balls hard action game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, it was a balls hard Nintendo game. Yeah. And, and right off the bat, <laughs> facts, the, facts, the Mega Man 2 cover, as we discussed before, they removed his gun. Now in this cover, they remove his little. He has like a I forget what they call it the uh, the the throwing knife, the oh, shuriken. Yeah, dude. shuriken, and it just looks like he's coming in Why? for a fist pound. <laughs> uh, what? Huh? How is the shuriken too aggressive? I don't know. He's got a and he's got a giant fucking katana in his other hand. So we, yeah, yeah, we don't have a rash of shuriken attacks in high schools all over the U.S. Not anymore. Not uh, since McGruff. <laughs> I mean that would be impressive. <laughs> that would be that actually would be basically the 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 summary of the book uh they give you is Journey with Ninja Ryu deep into the mysterious Amazon jungle to battle a deadly force of incredible power where he meets Blanca. No. no. Uh no. the legendary no. demon is about to wake awake from a 700 year nap. Um, you know, the so Amazon and how it's the full Amazon. Of ninjas. <laughs> the Amazon. Like yeah. not a specific part of the Amazon, just nope. yeah, the Amazon. It's like Detroit's caveman problem, just swarming <laughs> with them. <laughs> Cave, cavemen and Robocops, Robocops. just yeah. two problems that Detroit can't shake. You're not shaking. I'm just a simple caveman police officer. Right. <laughs> I can't understand the ways of your modern world. Your, your Robocop <laughs> frightens and confuses me. <laughs> that's a two percenter huh? we lost everybody we, got, that. that's, <laughs> this, we have to have at least two moments per episode so we're, we're, we're overachieving here we to, yeah usually it's when phil gets into warhammer 40k yeah yeah that's when start to, it starts for did me. you did you see that henry cavill 
is like a super hard 40k nerd he is have you seen this i saw him just recently explaining it to, i i've known that because i've seen him on twitch painting yeah. miniatures uh -huh. and wow, uh, okay. then i saw him on graham norton uh, a month or so that's ago. where i that's where i saw it graham norton's I, like I, world I, yeah. of warcraft and he's like warhammer yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well i have to say first of all i love the graham norton show because graham norton is able to there, I don't think, I mean, I don't watch, you know, giant Chinese uh, panel shows, so I don't know. But in the English speaking world, Graham Norton is the Babe Ruth of getting people on his show yep. and getting them to vibe and actually like be people as opposed to doing like, hey, oh, like 1997 Johnny Carson, totally fake bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And. The fact that he is able to, well, have multiple shows and also get Henry Cavill to come on and talk about 40K and you can kind of in real time see Henry Cavill's sphincter tighten. Right. And he's like, because as he does like the nerd, like, no, not World actually, of Warcraft. Actually, War Graham. Yeah. You're like, dude. <laughs> You are like the Superman of being both the Witcher and handsome, right? And you and you are. I can see. I can see your solar plexus popping as you're like, you got my nerd thing wrong, right? And I'm like, he's one of us. Oh, the no. super handsome is one of us. Only only <laughs> nerds know the beginning of that nerd rage. Like, yeah, it's beautiful <laughs> yeah. to observe. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, because I'm, I'm not a Warhammer, you know, I'm not a Warhammer person. I, it's a little bit the, the Venn diagram as the phrase that I've constantly get harassed by Gavin for overusing on our show yeah. is just of, of the various hobbies. It's not mine. I don't like, I don't like painting my miniatures, maybe because I'm like a fine art painter. Mm. I like to just look at, I like them to be the sculpted majesty of the thing that they are. And I, I totally appreciate people that like doing it, but I don't like doing it. And I also don't love collecting them in order to amass my army. You'll, you'll, it's uh, just, you'll get a kick out of this because you, you guys actually did an episode where you talked about the Famir from HeroQuest. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually in the process of painting up my hero quest minis. This is their oh, no, but that's the wizard, right? No, this is or, the elf. Oh, this is their reinterpretation. Of oh, the this elf. is the new elf. Yeah, the, the new, new elf. elf. Okay, this is the right. last one I have to paint from the base box, and then we. That's awesome. Get into so did you do the they did you do the like in house Kickstarter or did you yeah. buy it? Yeah, um, I, I that's did, awesome. I did that, and and here's the thing: the idea that Hasbro even has uh, the fact An that in house is. Kickstarter mechanism. Yeah. Right. I forced down my bile and rage long enough to give them $175. Yeah, don't, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started on that. I just, I'm like, I just didn't want to miss it. I was like, that was genuinely one of those things that I was like, if, if this is the only chance for me to fucking get one of these, I really do not want to miss that. So yeah. Yeah. Personal funding mechanisms, you know, for people that cannot afford to have their cancer treatments. Right. And Hasbro. And Hasbro. Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anyway. you guys want Hero Quest? Yeah, you got mm -hmm. to pay us first. You have to pay us Fuckers. and then wait a year and a half. Good luck. Good so, luck. Yeah. No, I'm. Yeah, don't get me started. But I do love Hero Quest. So do I. I yeah. Like. I mean, if you listen to the episode, there's no denying that I'm like, we were mega fans. It was like foundational for us in terms of like getting, giving us that proto um, layer before doing full like 
you know, book and book and binder and polyhedral dice role playing. Oh, we yeah. Were just yeah. maniacs. Um, and kind of we had a bunch of games in that that set, actually, in, in terms of like box games. There were other games of that format that came out in that like 91, 92. Battle Masters just, and Dragon Strike yep. and yeah, a bunch yep. of those. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. We played great. all of them. All right. So well, let's read this fucking one. book. <laughs> chapter one. Uh, we get. Ryu Hayabusa, he is he's in the midst of of it looks like he is he's in some sort of danger. He's got it. He's got a blindfold on and he's basically doing the daredevil thing. Yeah, like literally doing the daredevil thing. And this scene automatically was better than anything in Mega Man 2. Yes. Which is like the very specific descriptions of him being like, yeah, I'm using my other senses like a ninja. To, to to be able to fight these oncoming uh, ne'er-do-wells. Yeah, it was actual creative uh, combat writing as opposed yeah. to, he pointed his gun, bam, whoosh, the enemy was gone. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we as we progress, though, we find out that he is being trained uh, by Akira, um, not that Akira, yeah. and... Uh, yeah. He's he's gotten his uh, his black belt in in ninja school. <laughs> I think I think the thing I love the most about this section here is they they want to give you right off the bat like this is for the kids who love the ninja stuff who many of them will probably grow up to be weeaboos and everything like that and so they're like you know his his uh, his tabi boot his you know they're standing by a ginkgo tree and then later. <laughs> It felt like a flock of Japanese butterflies had just yeah. broken out of cocoons in his stomach. I was like, they could, they could probably just be butterflies, guys. I don't know. If- <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a specific thing that I wrote down in during that section. I wrote down, I can't tell whether every individual thing in this book is 1990 Western Japano fetishism or just relevant details of world building, right? Because. <laughs> Because of the format of the book, I was just like, I don't know. Is this is this appropriate or is just like this person's special? I don't know, like rope rope trick in, in bed at, at 1 a.m. I, I can't <laughs> tell because um, I was like, I, I wanted to do a control F for the word Japan or J- right. Japanese, but right. I was afraid. I was afraid. That you know, a demon would come out of the PDF. Happen. They they kind of they they top load it and kind of drop it pretty quick, don't they? Like yeah, yeah it gets it gets a a little less uh, Japan heavy in terms of using J- Japanese as a descriptor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think in chapter one it's pretty much like he's Japanese, right? Look at all this Japanese shit and thirteen. By the way. And he's 13. I, by the I, way, uh, we can't, I, it cannot I, be overstated uh, how 13 he is. Uh, I. Why is that the decision that they make? I'm guessing I because mean, it's it's a kids book and they want you to like you know they it, yeah it's, it's the, kids it's the Bucky Bar, it's the Bucky Barnesification right. of yeah. of the ninja guide. That's that's character. my guess. Right. That's the only thing, and it, it just gets really weird. The more the book goes on, that's all. But uh, but yeah, yeah. When we jump into chat, by the way, I actually watched a playthrough of Ninja Gaiden this afternoon just mm-hmm. so I could be kind of fresh up on like, all right, what's in the book versus what's in the game? Yeah. Oh, good. So surprisingly enough, Ninja Gaiden actually is probably one of the more plot heavy 
games of that era. Oh yeah, they had like it was it was it was just filled to the brim with cutscenes. Every level ended with a cutscene and some nor new uh, rele- uh, revelation uh, revelation about the plot. So like, but it starts with like a duel between two ninjas, one of them dying, uh, quote unquote, and then it cuts to uh, Ryu reading a letter from his dad, yeah. which is what we get to in chapter two. So like everything prior to the end of chapter two uh, in this book is new plot it's it's basically Hmm. new context that the author created for this story as opposed to like Mega Man 2 which was the the game (laughs) yeah no they make something new whole cloth for the book and it's not the first time they'll do it it's it's kind of interesting uh it, it they actually put some thought into this so right pretty cool stuff yeah uh, so chapter two, he's talking to his mom about how it, it's gone gone well and they saved this letter, this guidance um, letter. Uh, so and this is this is weird. So like a guidance is uh, it's it's a side story. It's it's a story about characters that are like that deviates from a main plot. It's a side quest. It's often it's a side quest uh, that a lot of times in, in Japanese games. They'll fix Gaiden to the end when it's like, oh, well, you know, this is not the main series of games. This is, you know, this is a, a separate thing. This is a Gaiden. Um, so that it's it's funny that in this they they define Gaiden as meaning a letter, yeah. which I'm not sure. Maybe there is some definition out there that it's like it could be a letter, but it's not uh, Pre, pre-internet <laughs> research had to be yeah. done for this so cut them the a best little thing about slack. it is that the, the it's labeled for Ryu upon his passage to man 13 for mm. Ryu upon his passage to manhood and by the way his master Akira calls him the greatest ninja he has ever met which is not <laughs> something i would ever recommend saying to a 13 year old don't say that to a <laughs> don't say that to 13 year olds i was i will say i was comforted to know that my prejudice that there are only five Japanese names was confirmed. Oh, yeah. that really helped. <laughs> you know, the, I, the, I didn't have to know, think of anybody that wasn't named like was named Akira or Ryu. Right. So that was nice. <laughs> that was good. Didn't, didn't get out of my cultural culture zone at no, all. Like, you didn't, my, you no, you didn't have to personal culture those zone legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are these are Japanese names that you have heard before <laughs> and are comforted by. Yeah. Yes. In fact, his dad's name is Ken. Yeah. So Ryu, Ryu and Ken. Ken. How there about we go. that? Go figure. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> um, so we get a we get a flashback now. Also fresh from this was not uh, this is not in the game at all. Uh, basically, the first level is go find Dr. Smith and then it, you're in the first level. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, in this in this chapter, we get a this is actually a relatively uh, beefy chapter compared to all the rest of them. Um, But basically they're just, they're just traveling about and they run into a, uh, they run into a Komodo dragon. Oh yeah. That's, that's all that really happens in the the Amazon. They, we get some, we get some, some, 
some padding on what the demons that like the demon mythology and all that stuff. But yeah, they yeah. run into a Komodo they're, dragon. They're, they're, in they're the out Amazon. there getting their archaeology on, basically. They're looking for yeah. uh, the demon temple or something like that. So and they found a Komodo dragon, which is, you know, basically the same thing. Yeah. 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 And um, what, did they you, actually did, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, the, did you guys get any particular because this is this chapter and the chapters in the Amazon, the early Amazon jungle flashback are kind of it's really the meat that you get with the dad character. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Well, I mean, did you get a specific vibe? Because I will say that the specific vibe from the dad that I got was kind of the the too charming quality that like, I don't know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan at the beginning of Weeds had. Right. right? Where like he's just too cute to live like because he's all <laughs> dimples and noogies and like, you know, framed photographs. Um, I don't know. It just was too, it was too delightful. I was like, this guy's got to die. Uh, and He's they, too nice. And they also had like, and, and his, his partner, uh, uh, Wimple, uh, which I'm assuming Wimple. is one of the Japanese names that you mentioned as, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, uh, <laughs> is, is like on one hand, he'll say, you're the, one of the greatest ninjas that ever lived. And then he like calls him a goober and he's like, you're such a, you're a, a sappy romantic, like whatever. And it's just like, who the fuck is this guy? We need to make up our minds. <laughs> He's everything to everyone. He's, he is he is the most interesting ninja in the world. That's exactly uh, it. Doctor Hayabusa. <laughs> he's he's an archaeologist ninja, <clears throat> right? Who, you know, yeah. one of those. <laughs> you know, as you do. It's like he's, it's like, a, he's it's that a much cooler market, than ninja. Really. <laughs> no, I think it's a really underexplored, you know, sub genre. Yeah. <laughs> we if we just step on the ninja archaeologist researcher right now, I think we're on a gold mine. I think guys. we got something yeah. here. Yeah, I think there's, uh, there's move aside Indiana Jones. We got Dr. Hayabusa. And, and, the, uh, and the first thing that we should do, in my opinion, is establish a series of contingency emergency plans labeled A through J. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. Good. That's 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 a good idea. Uh, I, I love it. But no um, further. <laughs> so as they as basically they continue on through the um, they find a, a tablet, which is basically the talks about the two MacGuffins that are crucial to this story, the light statue and the dark statue. Now, if in in this book, what did you imagine them looking like after after? After hearing about these statues, did anything really pop in your them, head? Do they? Yeah, so, I kind of had like black and white, almost like chess pieces in my mind. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But they were very vague. I had, I had like you know, vaguely like Pazuzu style exorcists, you know, whatever statues. Um, no, in the game, if you look at the statues, it looks like a fucking alien contraboss. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> interesting um, yeah that, it's a it's an interesting move it's um so <laughs> they are they are crucial to the game as well uh but they look like it's it looks like a contra boss right right okay. um which holds up yeah. in the end yeah exactly um and then they get uh tracked down by uh a robot half robot man um with a who has a shield that says j on it and yeah. uh he he really fucks him up. <laughs> Which I, I feel like this moment is like the perfect example of how, you know, uh, uh, 
20-something-year-old white kids uh, want to get a Japanese symbol tattooed on their arm or something. It means cool breeze, you know, or something like that. And <laughs> it's like, this is like basically them saying, see, this is how dumb you look. This guy's got a J on his shield. Can you imagine <laughs> how fucking stupid that looks? It's dumb. Like I, That's that's exactly how I interpreted it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it really rang as, it really just had a weird flavor to it. Um, yeah, as much as anything in this book did, like okay, yeah. that's arbitrary and and out of sync. Yeah, um, the the book is trying really hard to give a little extra gravitas. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word to the uh, these villains, the the Jackie Owls bosses, um, because this guy comes back at the end, and this guy's this guy's one of the bosses. Uh, just give a little more, I guess, something dramatic, to remember them by something to remember them by, um, because this is referenced later and it's also referenced at the end of the game, but it's never seen in the game. It's. Yeah. And the thing is, with in the game, you can't tell what what the fucking guy if the guy has a shield with Jay on it. He's just like a little eight bit pixelated. Like army dudes with with lightning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, we we continue on. I mean, these these chapters are are a really ch- they are a chunky part of the book. Right. And uh, but yeah, the chapters are do. I mean, there's like what twenty seven chapters. Something like that. Uh, 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 Randolph Wimple returns to the hotel that they are staying at, and we get a we get an absolute like um, uh, the uh, scene. The scene I. I couldn't figure out how, wh- why would you make so much happen so quickly? Yeah, a, I, I got the there. There are certain chapters of this book that seem like half of the chapter is played in fast forward. Where yeah. I'm like, whoa, 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 where it's kind of, um, you know, what's the it, it's just it's just going like what uh, is there's a soundtrack and a montage happening that I'm I'm not able to get from the book. We are like. <laughs> Okay, wow, so much happened so quickly. Yeah. And most of it was pretty pointless also. It seemed like you could have done less and covered it at the same speed and it would have made sense, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, because these two guys, he comes in, he he's trying to make a phone call. Uh, he takes his backpack, which has the statues in them, wraps them around his ankles because it otherwise won't fit in the phone booth with him. He feels a pain at his ankles and looks down and the backpack is gone. And he has to chase down a couple of criminals. He falls over. They fall over. It's it's Laurel and Hardy. It's it's he knocks over a guy on a ladder who's changing a light bulb in the hotel lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Light bulb smashes on the ground. Which gives the impression of a gunshot. (laughs) Right. To the criminals. But then the action carries on as normal. Yakety sax starts playing for some yeah, reason on a radio that's, nearby. That's really where I was. Yeah, that's where I was really getting. I was like, why is this a Benny Hill sketch? That's also? exactly what it is. It, without without the charm or breasts. Yeah, it's like I wanted this to turn into a full on like I'd buy that for a dollar. Right. I wanted like a like a, a sex worker to come out and light his cigarette and splash water on his face right. or something like like keep it going like just ratchet it up, man. Make this the wimple hour. I don't know. That would be a way better. In fact, book. I just I just want to follow. I just want to follow wimple for the rest of the time. I don't need to. 
I don't need to get back back to Rio. Yeah, right? yeah, he goes back to Galesburg and starts a burger stand. Who the hell, you know that? There's your spinoff. That's that's a way, <laughs> and it's and it, it's a, and it'd be a good video game too. Let's face facts. N- Ninja Wimples, guy in the Wimple years. Yeah. The Wimple years. Wimple <laughs> burger time. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's he deals with that, and then he loses one of the statues, but keeps the other. Yeah, and uh, and that's pretty much the flashback, is it not? Or am I that's the end of the flashback, yeah. and we cut back to um, basically in in a normal narrative, uh, we wouldn't also need to now read the letter because yeah. the flashback would have been communicated by the letter itself. But we didn't the the con we don't need it to also see. A, read a narration from the letter of like, oh, you're 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 my baby boy. It's a my, really my long little letter. baby boy. <laughs> he, says, yeah. he says, I hope that I'm just being sentimental and I hope that I, I'm going to crumple this letter up one day and, and you're not going to have to read it. But if you are reading it, I'm probably dead. But anyway, I love you. And uh, it's like, really, he's just look what they yeah. did to my son, my, my sweet baby boy. He's throwing a lot yeah. at him. All at once. One, yeah, one of the things about Japanese ninjas I know is that they love contingent clauses. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and if not plan this, F. then that. Yeah. Or but plan this, J or and whatever. Perhaps that. Yeah. 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 So go find Dr. Wimple. Uh, he'll be going by Dr. Smith because we enacted plan F if I am dead. Uh, yep. I, yep. <laughs> I can't help but feel that maybe Wimple was born with the name Wimple and all of the contingency plans, no matter how minor like involvement going, a, and I'll change, change my name, name because <laughs> just Smith. Smith would be fine. Smith's fine. Yeah. Plan A, yeah, we're successful. I changed my name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a Mr. Miyagi scene over the sake. That's like them discussing of all of their six contingency plans. Right. And it's like, and he's always inserting into the everyone. And I changed my name. Right. It's like this one, this one isn't even about you. You don't have to do anything in plan C. It's like, I'll do it anyway. Just in case, just in case. <laughs> he's, either, he's either changing his name for the safety of the team or as a reward for himself. You know, I did a good job. I deserve a name change. I get to change my name. Yeah. <laughs> and I will enjoy some kosher dill pickles. Yeah, that'll be great. And I and this is I love this scene so much more than about anything else that happens in this book because we have a thirteen uh, year old who is armed to the teeth. He has yeah. the dragon sword, a uh, great big katana on his back, and uh, and ends up in this little college town <laughs> where everyone hates his sword in rapid Galesburg, succession. New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he is mocked by two separate groups of people. For the way he is, for his sword, basically, uh, he gets a couple of uh, like campus police who I'm going to be honest, I, I think that's probably fine that they kind of shake down a kid who's walking around with a giant sword on his back. I, I'm OK with that. Uh, well, on in, a certain yeah. level. in 1990, honestly, a 13 year old, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Well, yeah, I that's mean, true. 1990. <laughs> I I'm like, whatever. What's he going to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just solve some crimes. Right. Fine. Yeah. Go on. Go yeah. On let him solve some crimes. Yeah. He's, he's going on adventures. Um, yeah. So he, he, they get they give him the shakedown and uh, he decides to go into a, a bar named Jay's looking for the professor. 
Um, yeah. And he he basically gets Biff Tannen'd right off the bat. Right. <laughs> who who yeah. challenges him to yeah. a duel. Yes, Biff Biff challenges him to a duel, and uh, he basically calls him it's it's the Marty McFly sin, uh, chicken syndrome. Pretty much, <laughs> mm, yeah. Ryu has to has to face off against him, um, and he does. And instead of facing off against him, he gets shot. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about it's, that? I <laughs> he like so, the, this is another one of those cases where I'm like, wait a second. You were, I thought you were building up to a dramatic scene and then you deflated all of the tension with it from a completely off screen fucking surprise right. that, uh, that, that completely eliminated any direction we thought we were going. You know, oh, we yeah. thought we had something with these muscle bound college tough douchebags because they even went to the point of the, the leader of them going, get him boys. And right. I thought. Man, if you went to the po- the whole trouble of having a get him boys in there, this is going to be something, right? Yeah, we're expecting no. a karate kid, you know, crane kick, sweet the leg Johnny kind of moment. And instead he gets flash banged. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Put, it did cause me to put uh, saying get him boys to a group of henchmen um, uh, to, in order to defeat a bully on my bucket list. That you got, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got to have goals. So the and you know what's great is that chapter, that entire chapter was basically the first uh level of Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Summed yeah. up. So because in the in the first level you're going through this town and you end up in a bar and there's a boss fight at the end, and then you get shot yeah. by the mysterious red headed woman. Um <sighs> in in the game. Does she get be- named? At the very, very like, end, kind very of. Very oh, okay. And it's really Irene. stupid. Okay. <laughs> because the mysterious redhead woman, redheaded, the mysterious redheaded woman that works for the CIA, it felt like when they say it, because they keep referring to, to her as the redheaded girl yeah. from the CIA. Yeah. And to me, it felt like a terrible, like Charlie Brown right. as Jackie, Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy slash fiction. Yeah. Yeah. And it took my head in this very bizarre direction or I'm like, no, don't make me think about, you know, like the, the rapid cuts of, of, of Charlie Brown smashing through all of these villains. It was just, it was weird. I'm like, you could just give her a fucking name rather than calling her the redheaded CIA girl. Right. I, no, it, it I, and 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 once again, probably a better, probably a better uh, book. Uh, if we're being completely honest, I wouldn't here. mind Charlie Brown as written by Tom Clancy. That would be, yeah. I I'm um I'm a I'm stunned and afraid of my imagination. In that case, I I don't want to think about it. I'm I delighted you. and terrified. No, only the finest fan fictions. Because the problem is you see, <laughs> I, I don't normally masturbate. To, I no, don't normally masturbate to Charlie Brown as, a, as an assassin porn. But when I do, I am high as hell. And the problem is you can't decide in your mind whether he's a two dimensional cartoon or whether he's a physical man with a giant volleyball head. And right. as soon as you do, the implications are miserable. I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but this cocktail is made of Jack Daniels and glue. So <laughs> yeah, there, now you're on to it. So, and if you, if you're, if your listeners were not aware of it, my plan was to come onto the show and make Phil look like a sober priest. <laughs> so, 
It's working so, out great. Stra- strap in, everybody. My my uh, my reputation is being rebuilt brick by brick. We're going out. We're, it's going out yeah. beautifully. You, yeah, you're George too, and I'm Donald Trump in this situation. <laughs> I'm going to require that you cut that out of the show. Remember when I was the worst one? Oh, God. <laughs> These are the good days. We're living them, people. Ooh. We're living them. Bring uh, Phil back. I'm locking my doors at night now. <laughs> Phil, uh, what are you drinking tonight, by the way? What do you got? What do you got going on there? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm stone cold sober, man. I got nothing. What? I got no drinks today on me. I'm trying wow. to I'm trying to cut down on the sugar uh when it isn't weekends. Uh, yeah. Cuz I'm cuz I'm turning 40 in 9 months and uh mm. it ain't it ain't pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My abdomen turned 40 in May and it's uh it's been complaining ever since. It's it, it's it's a real bitch. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. pieces start to fall off of you. Yeah, don't recommend. Mm-hmm. I feel like a robot jock. Yeah. <laughs> stay stay in the 30s if you can. 30s are pretty good. <laughs> yep, definitely better. So uh, uh, this guy, so uh, Ryu wakes up and he has been, he's been planted with a statue. Yes? Yes. Yeah. It's that so, happens. And, and he wakes up and it's kind of like he's getting a do-over under better circumstances because he basically goes back out on the campus and the same <laughs> like, like campus cops who are giving him shit earlier are like hey you're actually a pretty cool guy dr smith said we should look out for you we're your friends now for no apparent reason and let us help you find uh dr smith we don't know that he was a, a wimple uh that's not that's not a thing that we know that's uh, not a thing that we know no not at all so yeah. he he basically makes his way he, he gets to meet uh dr smith who kind of immediately pulls the old it was me all along. I'm actually Dr. <laughs> Wimple. Like I know your dad and, and, and gives him, you know, a little bit of information on, on this prophecy, this Shinobi demon temple prophecy. And uh, while they're, <laughs> I love this scene while they're, while they're discussing all of this, a postal worker walks in and, uh, and like kind of pulls a fast one and starts going, hey, oh, I got to get a sign here. Oh, let me go over here real quick for you. Da, da, da. And then he and then he leaves. And when he leaves, they See you later, realize, suckers. Yeah, he leaves and he's <laughs> stolen the dark statue, which Ryu had had uh, placed upon him. And this is what happens when you don't fund the fo- postal services. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what you get when you have to deal with FedEx. And when, the same thing yeah. happened to me. And I think it's. I think this it, is really a uh, when you put a when you put a, a, a capitalist postmaster general in charge right. of of the postal service and he just cuts funding, you know, your your guys are going to and ladies uh, are going to have to find a way to to, you know, pad pad their income. And that's going to be Ar- stealing. archaeological piracy. Exactly. Archaeological I, piracy. I mean, it worked for the British. You can't blame mm. them in a way. It's really not their fault. Yeah. Now, now they got museums full of brown people's shit right. from all over the world. <laughs> There's Brit- actually a podcast stuff called podcast called Stuff the British Stole. Oh, that's that really about that. That's yeah. a great title because yeah. they sure as hell did. Yep. <laughs> Which episode is about my heart? <laughs> Kate fucking Winslet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and right, we get man. another we get another random like kind of 
dopey chase scene here. Uh, <laughs> ooh, uh, oh, which, which dopey? You gotta have to narrow it down. Right. Which right. dopey chase scene is this? <laughs> so yeah, he's he's. Hold on, let me find this thing here. Because I hope we don't gloss over the shuriken into the sports car tire bit. Because that was that was something. I the, the thing the thing is they unravel how quickly that there are these are the bad guys. Oh, I'm actually a good guy. These are actually the CIA. Who you thought were the bad guys are actually the CIA. Here's this girl again thing is like whiplash speed. It's, what is it's going painful. on? Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. So chapter nine. Much. Yeah. They they basically run through the hallways and then uh there was a squeal of tires, a black Lamborghini pulled away from a hidden spot behind a gate because that is what all thieves drive yeah. is Lambos. Yeah. If they're driving a Lamborghini, why do they need to resort to like taking this job of of stealing a statue? Yeah, well, you got to show all those small town New Mexicans who the fuck's in charge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I figured out that Galesburg is supposed to be a stand in for Albuquerque. Uh, oh, no, that was ba not clear. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, based on because they 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 named the mountain range that it's in the mm. foothills of, and I looked up the mountain range. Like, oh, the city that's there is Albuquerque. Yeah, there okay. it is. That's that's okay. the thing. Um, why anyway, reskin Albuquerque? Like, why? Yeah, I don't get you, it. Like, if you're not worried about the Nintendo company coming after you, why are you worried about ABQ? <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. Dangerous people, man. <laughs> Dangerous you could have had. <laughs> You could have had Ninja Gaiden and Breaking Bad right. is set mm. in in ABQ, and it would have been uh, it would have been good, good stuff. Um, but then he uh, destroys the tires of a Lamborghini, and I bet the tires for a Lamborghini are probably pretty expensive. They have to be. That's see, that's yeah. why they keep with the piracy to pay for more tires. Yeah, <laughs> they're peeling out like that. It's irresponsible. He, he throws a shuriken, it whistled as it sliced through the air. It disappeared into the dust cloud and embedded itself in the left rear tire of the getaway car. Um, yeah, and then the thief is like, ah! <laughs> yeah, 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 they basically, like, first-person shooter roll out of this and go for cover behind some low, like, walls. <laughs> like, it's, they, they give up on that car real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can just get another one later down the line. They just grant that yeah, thought of this bitch. Yes. So um, Ryu gets the, the relic back and he goes back and, and Dr. Smith has been beaten, uh, uh, beaten to, to shreds. And he's he's just like pointing at the safe and he says, Saf, Saf, <laughs> what's yeah, that? It has, it has a real put the candle back. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then and then the 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 gunmen show up and wouldn't you know it in chapter 10 it's the cia it's the cia who we can always trust we can always trust they're always the good guys right yeah yeah mm -hmm. so it's this yeah he gives them the lowdown on the uh the demon temple and i love how shocked rayu is by the way when he finds out the statue has been planted on him he's like what you put a statue on me he's like well yeah after she shot you like, I feel like after you got shot, anything's in the air. Like, it, it, it could have been anything's up for grabs at that point. I, even, <laughs> you were including a kidney. Shot by an American government worker. Right. And, <laughs> and, a, and a woman at that. 
like you you're you should be extremely offended on many levels you, yeah you can you can tell and and we get to uh like the second moment of, of what so far at this point i'd counted like two of them where he pulls like he's like even a ninja he's he's i've got to be careful here because even a ninja can't survive being shot in the fucking throat or whatever it is and mm. uh and <laughs> just i want to see more of these like i think we it's like just like uh, even a ninja can get canceled on twitter uh, if you're not. <laughs> like, like the be a man guy on Instagram, except right. even a ninja. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> be a ninja. <laughs> even a ninja can step on a Lego and really, really hurt his foot. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, even a ninja gets seasonal affective disorder and orders too much tea. <laughs> I feel like that one's especially uh, likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh even a ninja gets addicted to Uber Eats. <laughs> and Vicodin. Uh, uh, e- even a ninja clicks on too many Russian posts and votes for the wrong presidential candidate. <laughs> oh god. So um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he sorry. gets the lowdown from no. the CIA. CIA is like, uh, you're going to do this for us and you can't say no. And they kind of talk about the Jackie O, um, the, the Jackie O. Uh, yeah, so I never said Jack- it out yeah. loud. I never said it out loud. And now it's but like, oh, when I was seeing it on the page and my mind read was always like, but, but it Jack-cow. didn't go like, Jack-cows. oh, yeah, yeah, Jacow. Yeah, no, it didn't go to like, oh, it's just Jackie O when Jack- you actually think it. That's not, that doesn't <laughs> yeah, feel good. Listeners- now I'm thinking like House of Yes and, and <laughs> screaming at in a, in a theater. Anyway. Uh, the uh, Listeners, the, the, the name is J-A-Q-U-I-O. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah, I, in my head I was hearing is Jacow, but Jackie yeah, O actually Jacquow. makes way more sense. Yeah. Jacow, Jacow, lady, but it's, <laughs> but yeah, Jackie O. Um, I just there's no good canonical way to say whatever that is. No, no, it's, no, it's, it's either a... it's either pillbox hats or it's drunk as a skunk. Right. It does. It just doesn't. Either way is uh, marbles in the mouth. It's bad. It's yeah. Uh, and that's not even his real name. They 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 mentioned that he has like another name and then they start calling him the Jacow. Is just and... is it just spoon fed shit to rationalize the J for some reason? Because uh, I, I think that cause is. The, yeah, because the whole the J theme runs then on through all the bosses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like it's the confusing. W in, in Mega Man 2 for Wily. It's just the same thing. Yeah. These villains love a first initial like they just they love yeah. it. A strong first initial will really make your villainy hit that peak level. Big time. Big time. So uh, Fohammer drops Ryu off <laughs> at a, uh, uh, a landing zone in, uh, in, I guess, Brazil or... It's Peru. At one point, Peru, they say the Peruvian. Yeah, Peru, one of and the parts of the Amazon. Why, and this is why the CIA has a unmitigated line of success after success is they're the kind of agency 
that will strap a, an entire plant onto a 13-year-old ninja. Yeah, a 13-year-old with a sword. And drop him into the middle of the fucking Amazon rainforest like a bunch of goddamn champions. If only there, we had him in the 60s, the Bay of Pigs. We are using a 13-year-old. Bay, Bay of Pigs, fuck nope. it, done. Done. <laughs> We are using a 13-year-old Japanese national. Right. Done. That we extraordinary renditioned right into Peru to stop a demon from raising from the dead. What could go wrong? We're the CIA. We think these things through. We're the CIA. We have it covered. We got it covered. Us and our 13-year-old ninja team. He's a team of one. Team of one. Hey there, everybody. Tune in next week for the thrilling part two of our talk with Hess from Oops All Monsters about Ninja Gaiden. In the meantime, if you could rate us five stars, share us on Twitter, and all that fun stuff, we would greatly appreciate it. Have a good night, everybody.